I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And Dennis is Dennis Halnan. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, questions, and concerns. And speaking of concerns, we have Rupert Goodwin's on the line with us. And let me make sure I get him on. Are you there, Rupert? Hello, America. Hey, good morning, <laughs> sir. Thank you for joining us. I know it's afternoon for you. Uh, but Ru- Rupert wrote an article on my favorite tech blog uh, about cryptocurrency. And I reached out and said, hey, would you like to chat about it? Rupert goes back a long way in technology, don't you? I do. I was there in the 8-bit days of the, of the 80s. <laughs> And uh, there's a company called Sinclair who made something called the ZX Spectrum. And there's a Timex um, uh, PS2068 in America, and I helped program that. And uh, I've been fiddling with this stuff ever since. And he's also been the technical editor for PC Mag and ZDNet, and he's written for The Guardian, The, Econ- the Economist, Popular Science. <laughs> yes, we've, actually, we've made, we've made a, a play out of that called The Big Data Show, which we tour around schools teaching uh, school kids. So, um, yeah, I've done a lot, and it's been quite fun, and it still is. It is still it is fun. It's scary and fun at the same time. We're in the we're in the business of trying to protect our clients. You get right. to write about all that mayhem. We have to protect them from it. So I think I like your job better. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about cryptocurrency, Rupert. Um, yeah. Your article talks about it kind of being uh, useless. <laughs> uh, what's your feeling? Well, okay. I, I've, since I've been hang around here for quite some time a few patterns have suggested themselves you know for, for an invention to be useful it's got about 10 years to prove itself right um so flash memory was invented in the lab and 10 years later it was in chips and a flash has been fantastic for us yeah and the same with, with, with lasers and uh, uh, various technologies like that now bitcoin and um, the blockchain was invented about 10 years ago and since then what it's done mostly is power enormous amounts of criminality mm-hmm yeah. So, so, so while I love the technology, I think it's a really clever invention, and it has some uses. I think the downside after ten years is so enormous. We we should stop using it at once and and put it back in the lab and not deploy anything that can be used to such terrible social devastation. We completely yeah. agree. We one hundred percent. 
Um, and uh, I've had some very interesting feedback to the article from people telling me um, I was a... Uh, no, that they weren't impressed, shall we say, the Bitcoin boosters. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I won't repeat some of the things they said because it's not fit for the radio, yeah. e- even in America. And, uh, <laughs> well, you know what? Everyone's looking to make a quick buck, but we used to think Beanie Babies had a value too. Um, right. There's so many fads yeah. out there, and there's so many people who don't and still even baseball understand. Baseball cards? Yeah, well, they can make some money, but imagine they don't even understand how the internet works, and then they want to well, invest in crypto. It's like you don't even know how a, how TCPIP works. What are you doing? Well, yeah, I'm not quite sure that that's totally fair because, you know, I, I've got a pension fund which is invested in various financial instruments, and I'd be hard-pressed to explain to you exactly how they work. Fair uh, enough. So I have to trust the institutions that manage that for me. Yes. Now, Bitcoin doesn't have any other institutional um, right. reliability no. or accountability, and it doesn't matter how it works. You just look at what it's done. Right. And, um, and what I'm saying, it's done so much harm. I mean, the whole ransomware business, which... Is worth maybe about twenty billion dollars a year in, yeah. in, in 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 ransom right. paid out by companies would be impossible without Bitcoin. You yep. just right. couldn't do it. You couldn't right. transfer the money uh, the way it does. And you look at the, the and there's about a hundred billion dollars a year lost in total with financial scams and people getting ripped off with Bitcoin and, um, and exchanges getting robbed and and. Sort of the amount of stuff being soaked away and the amount of money being soaked away by criminals in Bitcoin is huge. Um, yes. It's difficult to measure this, but in the old days, what used to happen was uh, great art was nicked out of museums and stuff and then used as collateral between criminals to pay each other. Now they do it in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easier. And this, you go, this is all terrible stuff, but it must be good for something. And you look around and you go, well, it's not doing anything that couldn't be done with a simple database. Right. Yeah. There is actually not yeah. a single thing blockchain is really doing that couldn't be done with an inexpensive database. Yeah. And I, no. I, re- I remember when blockchain was first being discussed in the trade press and people were talking about using it as solutions for all kinds of stuff. And IBM was going to look into it and different companies were going to be developing blockchain. And you know what came of that? Nothing. Not a no. thing. Well, they still are. I mean, the people are still trying to find uses for it because, at heart, it's a really interesting idea. Mm-hmm. Well, and sure. It's, it's genuine innovation does something you can't do any other way, and you feel instinctively, especially if you're a technologist and you like the new shiny, that this is something that's going to find a home doing something you couldn't do before. But, you know, as I said, it's been 10 years, it hasn't happened, and there's been lots of downsides. So let's think again. Right. But if you look at NFTs, which is the latest hot thing with them, um, Yes. With blockchain uh, and crypto. Non-fungible token tokens. Non-fungible tokens, yeah. yeah. And again, if you look at them dispassionately, you, could, you can see ways they'd be really useful. Um, the way they're being used at the moment, not so much. <laughs> and and you know, they're being turned into figures of fun, and rightly so. Mm-hmm. So you think, is this going to happen every time? It's like... Going back to the idea of the laser being useful, the laser is terribly useful. It powers all the all the internet of the world goes through lasers at some point. Right, mm-hmm. it, it, it's enabled the CD, but it's still heavily regulated. I can't go out, you know, and just just carry a five watt laser around the place, which would burn things and blind people without repercussions. Right. Just even something as useful as that, which has absolutely proved itself and transformed society, is still regulated. Bitcoin saying, "Hey, it's fantastic. We're not regulated. That's our best thing, and it's its worst thing." Yeah, and um, true. That's the thing. There's no regulation, and I think the lawmakers don't even understand how that how it works. 
Well, they do by now. There's, there's an issue, but it's quite difficult regulating code. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin, in the end, is just code. You can't really, you, you can't invent it, and you can't really censor it. So it's difficult to, to find ways to regulate it. What's happening is they're forbidding mining, um, and they're finding ways to close down exchanges so that if you can't transfer Bitcoin into actual money, right. then it's, it's, it's yes, less useful. It still has some value. But if you look at all the things that were promised when it started, like, uh, you know, remove the banks and make it much easier and cheaper for ordinary people to buy things and so on, none of that has happened. None of no. it can happen. No. Not at all. As an ordinary person, um, I wouldn't even want to open a crypto wallet. I'd lose it. Uh, I'd people, lock myself out of it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the idea that you, you buy a Bitcoin for threepence and it ends up worth $10,000, you know, that because that happened... Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, because the early stages of Bitcoin were like that. Everyone now thinks it's a great way to make, make money for free, and it's quite the opposite. And it's no good as, as, as holding value because it fluctuates so wildly. You know, you can't use it as an investment or anything like that. Right. So, so it's just a natural place for the get-rich-quick well, people. And I, I don't know about you in, in, uh, in, in Britain, but the uh, folks here in Connecticut, we're, we're going to be warned about rolling blackouts coming because we're still having issues with power. Um, and Bitcoin consumes so much power. Um, yeah. It's it's completely. If you care about the planet at all, it's 150 thousand times less efficient than just using a credit card swipe. Yeah, absolutely, and and and, and much much slower, mm-hmm. and less capable of scaling. Um, and they they try to roll it out for reasons I don't fully understand in El Salvador as, as a parallel national currency, and that failed completely because the technology right. just couldn't cope. Right. Um, and. and and if Sweden has said they want to ban Bitcoin uh, for power consumption, not because it takes tons of power and generates lots of carbon, uh, because in Sweden most of the energy is carbon-free anyway. They say it's taking up so much power they can't transition to fully energy-free, fully carbon-free energy. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, mining's going on because it just soaks up so much of the stuff that they need for everything else. And, and what's, what's the point? What's the benefit of, of this? And you look around and there is none. So, what would you suggest, Rupert? You've been around a long time. What do you? Where? How do we kill this thing? What? What is the? What is going to be the, the thing that puts the stake into the heart of cryptocurrency? Well, I, I don't think we'll ever be fully rid of it because, like I said, it's just code. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we can do is is make it inaccessible to to ordinary people, so they, 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 it's harder for being used in a scam. So everywhere that converts Bitcoin to to to, to, to national currencies. Well, we've actually tried that here too. I mean, we've had folks that we know who have tried to pay the ransom. They've gone yeah. to their own bank. They've talked to a, a some sort of third party that has negotiated the ninety thousand uh, ransom in cryptocurrency down to seventy thousand. They go to their bank, try to wire the money, and they say, "Ah, the FBI won't let you. You're you're committing a crime." Right. And yeah. they and they say, "Well, then you're going to shut my whole business down." And then what do they do? They let them transfer the money. So mm-hmm. until the yeah. money stops flowing, this is never going to stop. Yeah, but the more you do that, the better. You know, it's it's like. Yeah. That, that that Bitcoin has to turn back into money at some point to be any good, and if if you prevent that from happening, right. So well, while the system has got leaks in it, while it's still you know, halfway there, then it's it's obviously going to be a problem because the the ransomware people are still going to use it because they're still going to want it. Um, and so and and there are things you can do against ransomware, and perhaps what companies should plan for this. I think. Um, yeah, so that's another story. So, yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's every, that's all and we also, do all day. Yeah, yeah and also if, if if you look at things like um, people who 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 grow marijuana, who grow cannabis mm-hmm. commercially, they get found from the fact they use so much electricity. 
Right. There's, so, there's so much heat, you get spotted from the air by several cameras, and uh, the electricity company spots uh, loads on the system and all that. Mm. And the miners are going to be that as well. If, if you're going to be extracting large amounts of power to, a, to an abandoned shed somewhere, you, this is spotable. Yeah, right. So you crank up the rate on them for mining crypto to a level that is so prohibitively expensive, they don't do it. Well, you, you can do that, or you can say, we're not going to allow mining, and if we catch you, we're going to treat you like people who are, who, who are growing weed. Well, here, um, in, here in America, you can you can grow weed. Yeah, at this <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, I know. And, and, uh, <laughs> I, I, speak, I speak of the UK here, where we're somewhere behind uh, that, 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 that enlightened <laughs> philosophy. Yeah. But that's another story again. It is. Right. I'm, I'm talking in terms of, of, of finding ways to police yeah, uh, a, a, a activity society deems undesirable. Right. Well, fifty percent of the mining was happening in China, and even China decided to shut it down because. Well, yeah, they they shut down a lot of the cryptocurrency exchanges. Right. So yeah. that people weren't able to cash out. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you, you have to have this multiple approach, multiple layer approach. You shut down the exchanges. You you shut down the mining for a combination of of technical and legal processes. Mm -hmm. You know, and you gradually make it harder and harder for 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 people to access this stuff. Right, because here um, in America, they're talking about accessing people's bank accounts that have six hundred bucks in them. But crypto, I can move ten thousand dollars in crypto, and the FBI is like, okay. I mean, they don't do anything <laughs> about it. I mean, the yeah. government doesn't do anything about it. So, what's going on yeah, here? And, I mean, uh, you know, one of the one of the sort of semi secrets of the blockchain is it might be anonymous. It's also completely transparent. So, right, enough resources you can follow transactions. Yes, but it's not easy, though, right? Yeah, it's it's not easy, but it, you know, and the, the, there are plenty of places that try and mix things up, stop it happening. Right. You know, but but once again, it's not impossible. Good point. Um, so it depends how you know, the the point at which you go. This stuff is causing a significant. I'd, I'd call sort of powering a hundred billion dollars a year in criminal activity undesirable. You think, well, we might want to put a few dollars a year into stopping it happening. We agree. Yeah, we agree. Definitely. Robert. We agree. We... And part of me hates this because, like I said, I think the mathematics behind it is fascinating. It's an interesting invention, hmm. and and I, I I still think there are things for which it's going to be irreplaceable, especially in the sort of the future where we've got lots of independent entities having to sort value between themselves. Yeah, you know, think about the, the automated future where we've got AIs taking decisions and. You can see markets going up among AIs for things, and something hmm. like this will fit very well. But, you know, that that's not now. Right. And there may be a better way of doing it then than blockchain anyway. We don't know. We're not there. That is um, true. So I, I, I'm not against blockchain philosophically. I'm against it practically because the damage it's doing. Makes a lot of sense to us, Rupert. So I want, yeah. I want to thank you for joining us this morning uh, from across the pond. We're going to put some links up, too. Rupert's also working on something. We've talked about this a lot um, on our show about folks in, in, uh, with uh, accessibility issues. He did a right. program called Let There Be Dark. Um, we'll put a link up there for you. You want to talk about that real quick before we go? Yeah. So 10 years ago, I lost most of my sight and became functionally blind. Mm -hmm. But b being a real techie, I thought, well, there's no better time to be blind because we've got the internet and everything's digital and can be transformed into where I can access it. Right. And boy, boy, was I wrong. The state of accessibility, um, technically, is it's terrible and it should be a lot better and it'd be easier to make it better if people actually bothered to do some simple standards some simple thinking and it'd be better for everyone. So that, that's something I'm, 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 I'm working on at the moment, but yeah, the, the let there be dark thing I did on the radio was just my experience 
practically and, and emotionally and technically what happens when you go blind. And, um, I'm quite proud of that. Yeah, we'll put a link up there for you so people can check that out. We do appreciate you joining us here on uh, Computer Talk with Tab. If there's ever anything else you want to chat about, Rupert, you're a fascinating gentleman with plenty of experience in this. We'd love to hear your perspective and keep doing what you're doing on the re- on the register is my favorite blog. I love how you guys oh. you guys are the <laughs> cheekiest people. If I can oh. say the word cheeky, I know I'm I know I'm you know what is it called uh, taking over your uh, your your uh, what is it called? Socially, I don't know what it is. I can't, I'm not I'm not English. I can't use the word cheeky, right? But it is a cheeky blog. I love it. Oh yes, <laughs> thank you. Cultural appropriation is what I was. Doing oh, there. that's it. Yes. <laughs> so I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, sir. We're going to step out for a quick break, and uh, and uh, we do appreciate it. Okay, absolute pleasure. Thank All you right. very much. You're welcome. All right, <laughs> Rupert Goodwins, everybody. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here at 11 o'clock. And then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds, give you a second opinion on your health advice. Uh, as we wait for your calls after our interview with Rupert, uh, 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. If you want to talk crypto, if you have some argument for crypto as to why it's such a great idea, feel free to get on. I mean, we'll talk with you, anybody. Yeah. Um, you want to chat, chat about the value and the moral benefit to the society of crypto i mean I, as a libertarian i can see that completely i'd love to not have my all my transactions tracked considering the this current administration wants to track a 600 hundred dollar account in your bank I well mean, you see why with blockchain there's universal transparency right theoretically anyway theoretically it's assuming you can trickle through everything in the blockchain right but- so as we wait for your calls feel free to get online uh dennis is going to bring up some news what do you got dennis yeah um you know how everybody talks about, you know, I have, I have an old TV, I have an old computer, time to get a new one, right? Right. I'll get new, new technology, new operating system. Um, I'll buy a TV with Google TV built into it. Mm-hmm. You know, won't that be great? Yeah, sure. Well, we're running into barriers with this stuff because mm-hmm. everybody's pushing the envelope of what you can do with the technology you've got. Mm-hmm. And we're running into problems. All right. So I've got two stories along those lines. Number Mm -hmm. one is Windows 11 may seriously slow down your computer if you have an NVMe SSD. Right. The wicked fast. The really fast screaming solid state drives that you spent a lot of money to get. Yeah. Are impacted by Windows 11. Right. To what percentage did you notice how, what it was? It was pretty noticeable. Oh, right? uh, let's see here. It was, well, the article that I have does not, oh, 10 to 25% range. Mm, that's a big That's impact. a lot. That's a big hit. Yeah. It's uh, on the latest operating system from Microsoft. And <laughs> the, the real pain in the neck here is apparently Microsoft never knew there was an issue. <laughs> no. I mean, don't they do any uh, quality control? No, they don't. In answer to that question, I will tell you, there right. is no quality control. If we had a nickel for every time Microsoft came out with a new operating system that had these types of issues, both Dennis and I would be driving better they, cars. They can't even issue updates to the te- the operating systems that are current right. without breaking stuff all over the place. Yes, it's it's and they he knows just you deal with it every day. With, with we our get clients. the I get the calls. Well, Eric, not so much. Well, Eric sometimes calls too. Not like you guys. <laughs> no, but and and 
Five years ago, Microsoft, or actually six now, Microsoft mm-hmm. shut down most of their quality control operation. Yeah, well, and, and you're we're multi- paying the price. When you're a trillion dollar organization, I guess it, you can say, ah, we're and all good. Best Buy is pulling an entire line of televisions off the shelves mm-hmm. from TCL, is the company that makes them, yeah. because of performance problems with the Google TV software that's embedded in them. Yeah, it's, it's, They're just taking them off the shelves. Not enough hardware to run the operating system. It, yeah. You think they would have tested up. that before they let him go, huh? They don't test nothing anymore. Oh, that's amazing. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, guys, during the break. 800-966-WTIC. 522-WTIC are the numbers. Everything we've talked about is posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. If you also want to talk about cryptocurrency and what Rupert Goodwins was talking about, feel free to get online for that, too. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here at 11 o'clock. Three lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC are the numbers. Let's get to your calls. You're nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. Tom and Harwington is up first. Harwington. What's up, Tom? Harwington. Hey. Is there a G in it? I don't know. It was uh, I keep getting it messed there up. There is in, there isn't. It doesn't matter. Going? Sorry, Tom. <laughs> I think of which way it's supposed to go this morning. What's up, sir? It's not Newington. It's not Southington. It's Harwington. Harwington. Well, <laughs> My question. Yeah. <clears throat> the other day, I happened to be looking at IP addresses, and IPv4 addresses have four numbers in them. All right. IPv6 addresses have eight numbers in them. Shouldn't they have six numbers? And I'm thinking the reason they have eight <laughs> has to do with powers of two, raising two to various powers, like, you know, two squared, <laughs> two cubed. Because of eight bits in a byte, so why why do the IPv6 numbers have eight numbers? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got too much time on your time on your side there, Tom. Um, v is version. Yeah, it the 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 number in that does not designate anything special about what it is. It's just a version number, right? Like we, oh. people get confused by five G. When it comes to cell phone versus 5G when it comes to wireless, it's different. Right, but it, the number 5 is just a version of a different technology. For cellular. Right. But and for 5G for, on Wi-Fi, it is actually 5 it is gigahertz. actually the It is actually, yes, it is the wavelength. But the problem is asking an IT guy to name anything. <laughs> yeah, we're not the guys to ask about that. No. So it's, don't don't think about it too hard. Um, you should also make sure you configure your IPv6 security with your OpenDNS. Um, right. Don't leave that unprotected because if you're connected via IPv6 to the Internet, you can find that it may not be as protected if you haven't configured the IPv6 OpenDNS settings. Well, when I configured uh, OpenDNS, I'm not sure if I had a, a version 6 number or if it was just version 4. How would I know? Uh, you would actually see in your TCPIP configuration in your network card, you'd see both uh, six and four running. You can turn one off if you wish, but well, when when I go to what's my IP address? It's a website. It shows yep. me both a version four and a version six number. Correct. Does that mean that my Open DNS is configured for both? Not necessarily. No, it means that your your uh, WAN device, which is probably your modem, is configured both ways. Right. And mm. as for what's going on inside your network, that can be anything. 
Right. So if the gateway is not configured for OpenDNS on the IPv6, you're kind of flying out the IPv6 unsecured, and that's that's our concern. So we should actually put a link up there for that. On, yeah. um, we'll get something. Because it's something that's more and more of an issue these days. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. Um, again, I did this years ago, so I'm not really sure what the situation is, so I'd appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Another thing about Bitcoin, I agree with you guys. Bitcoin is nothing but a criminal enterprise. But you know what? They are never, ever going to do away with it because there's money to be made. Whether it's legal or illegal, there's money to be made. And you're stuck with Bitcoin. I, I hear you, and I hope you're wrong. Um, but it could be the case. But efficient process, inefficient tool that it needs to stop. I mean, if, if, how can you care about the planet and keep running Bitcoin? Um, you care about money. Yeah, but it's fake money. So there's a lot of fools that go. The, you know, they they're getting they're getting hurt uh, by this. Even the meme stocks. There's a lot of folks that have gotten hurt even on that approach to stock right. investing. So I'm you know I'm predicting you're going to get hurt. And at least whenever that happens, because I hope it happens soon, um, it'll change once you once enough people get really hurt by it. I I really I really think that uh, not money. I mean, it's a store of value, but it's not money. But there's money to be made. Hmm. You can put money in Bitcoin when it dropped to thirty thousand and it went back up to like sixty five thousand. And if you cashed out, you made money. Businesses transact with Bitcoin now. Businesses jump on any new uh, technology. They don't care if it's good or bad. If it's new technology, they want to be part of it. Yeah, but you understand intrinsically that if Apple sells more iPhones, they're worth more. And if Apple sells less iPhones, it's worth less. You have no idea, none whatsoever, as to why the Bitcoin value went up or down. There was right. a recent court case that said the partner of the guy who made Bitcoin won his case, so now he quote-unquote controls a Bitcoin wallet worth $50 billion. Hmm. Of yeah. course, we're not, we've never actually seen the inside of it. What happens when he cashes that in? Does that mean all that money goes to where? Who's going who's gonna to pay that money out? Uh, I guess that's a good question. The Bitcoin right? holders are going to pay that money somebody, out. Somebody on the outside of the system that has real currency in their hands has to buy those Bitcoins in order for somebody who has Bitcoins to cash out. Right. And if there's nobody outside with that currency willing to pay for the Bitcoin, right. you're not cashing out. So he's going to say, okay, 50 you're billion. You're done. Oh, I'll offer it to you for 40 billion. I'll offer it for 20. I'll offer it for 10. Can you give me 10? Can you give me two? Can you give me one? Can I give me half yeah. a million? Half a, oh, it's all fake. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, in essence, it's like the stock market. I mean, a stock is worth what, is, what someone will pay for. And if Elon Musk dumps $10 billion worth of Tesla, it's right. going to drive the price down dramatically. So right. if he sells a whole bunch of Bitcoin, he's going to hammer the price, and his remaining Bitcoin won't be worth much. Well, he'll get out, and the rest of the folks will be stuck Right. With That's the problem. I mean, he's on the mm. inside of the system and taking advantage of it. Mm. But all these other people that are mining Bitcoins and thinking they're going to become millionaires, those are the people that are going to be stuck with nothing. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't bet the farm there, Tom. Yeah. Well, I would like to see it made illegal, but like I said, it will well, never happen. You may you may find that things like Bitcoin currency exchanges become illegal. China's already doing it. Other governments are looking into it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure that the EU is considering it. The United States has to be considering it. Right. Um, and it's 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 around the bend. You can't have a shadow currency. Yeah. You can't. Then you have some rogue country in uh, Africa. 
that'll mm-hmm. run all the Bitcoin uh, exchanges. That's fine. But you've still got to have people who have real hard currency yeah, that it. want to buy the Bitcoins in order for you as a Bitcoin holder to get currency for your Bitcoin. That's well, the pr- just because the there's a government in Africa that allows it. They're greedy and they want to make a quick buck. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, I, I hope it goes under, but like I said, yeah. I seriously doubt it ever would. I hear you. I hear you. I understand your pessimism. I'm, I'm surprised okay. it's still run, running as long as it has. So yeah. We'll see what happens. Same here. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for that link on uh, OpenDNS. You got uh, it. Yeah. Six. Thanks, Tom. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. From Harwinton. See, Justin's not from around here. He's from Boston. So I can never remember. So whatever they type on the screen, I'm going to say. I'm like a trained monkey. Um, let's go to uh, – oh, she, uh, he's not live yet. So, uh, But, yeah, we can talk about the fact that crypto, crypto – You know, we had our guest Rupert Goodwin talking about – he wrote an article about crypto that you should definitely read on uh, the register. We'll put a link up there for you. If you're considering investing in fake money – I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say you're you can you're just killing the planet. I'm just going to yeah. use that line because you must be you 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 know you, the power that's used to to produce crypto is massive. It's insanely stupid. It's upside down. You can't be having your your uh, green beret with your your uh, solar panel on your roof and then invest mm-hmm. invest in crypto. You, you can't. It's yeah. just they they don't line up. Right. Let's go to Ray in Burlington. See what he's got cooking. Hey, Ray. Hello. You there? Uh, am I on? You are, sir. Uh, my daughter's um, trying to hook up a computer that's new to her. Uh, so she, when she plugs in the keyboard to a desktop, it's a little tiny thing. Um, the numbers work, and the spacebar works, and the mouse works. The, numbers don't, the letters don't work. Hmm. So she went out and bought a new keyboard. Okay. Same thing. Really? Yeah. Is he plugging into a USB port or a USB-C yeah, port? Yeah, yeah. USB? Yeah. Well, that's That's weird. interesting. Yeah. In fact, there was three, three USB ports on the, the machines. You tried all three. Same thing. That's not supposed to happen, right? That's, no. That's illogical <laughs> and not supposed to happen. What operating system is she running? Windows Karen, 7. What operating system is uh, Windows, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Windows 7, Windows 10, what is it? Do you know? Oh, is it new? I don't uh, Windows could 11? It could be Windows 11, 11 if it's brand new. Come here. I heard 365, but that's not the operating system. I'm bringing a row here. Yeah. Come on, get her on the air, Ray. What was it? Office 365. Okay, so when she's typing within Office 365, the letters don't work. Mm-hmm. We have seen that before, believe it or not. Um, can she bring up a notepad? Like, when I, if you go in the lower left-hand corner and just type in the word notepad, can you type in the word notepad? She obviously can type her password in. That's working, right? No. How'd the, she get into her computer? don't work. How's she getting into her computer? She's not. She can't get in. So she can't type a password. What did she say? I don't know. She won't talk to you. She's afraid to talk on the radio. <laughs> it's just us. No one else is listening. Yeah. Hold on. She knows more about this than I do. Yeah. Hello. Hello. 
So when you type in your password, it won't work, right? You can't even get in? Nope, cannot get in. And the machine, the keyboard worked before? The keyboard worked on my dad's old computer. Gotcha. And you moved but it to this computer. I would have to buy Office 365 because his Microsoft Word was from like 2004. So I want to sync well. Okay. So when you turn the computer on with your dad's keyboard, you type in your password to get into Windows Password, and it won't let you even pass that. Oh, look, my dad's computer did, but then I got a new computer to do work, and then um, his keyboard wouldn't work. I got a new keyboard with a wireless mouse. The mouse works, but the keyboard doesn't work. Hmm. What do you think, Dennis? I mean, should, that's it's very a new computer. I would. I'm almost wondering if the keyboard driver. Mm-hmm is bad and needs to be reloaded. Now, normally what you would do is you'd, I'll just say what to do. It's very simple. You would open up Device Manager on the computer and you, you would... can't get in, though. Right. Well, this is why I'm just throwing this out. You would open up Device Manager, right-click on the keyboard, click mm-hmm. Remove or Delete, depending on the wording, then reboot the computer. And what it will do is it will cause the computer to go get the driver again. Can we force it to go into safe mode? Maybe it'll wake up in safe mode? Yeah, we could try that. But you need the keyboard... To press F8. To Yeah. Well, you can do the old crash method. Oh, yeah. Power it up, let it start to power up, and then shut it off. Twice or three times, Three right? times. Three okay. times will do it. This is an ugly way to get into safe mode. So we're, in, we're telling you to crash the machine three times, and then you're going to come in and hopefully, where well, I'm hoping that it says, oh, I see a keyboard here, and it'll fix your driver. Otherwise, you might need some outside help. If it's a new computer, is it under warranty? I would have to talk to the person who I'm supposed to work for. Oh, okay. So it's a company that gave you this machine. Oh. Yes. Okay. Well, the other idea is to bring it back to them and say, this, this is not working, and give me another one. Yeah. Okay. Because it makes no sense that you're having this issue. Yeah, for a brand new machine, yeah, yeah, it it doesn't. This is very weird. Why would they not give you a computer, a uh, keyboard with a brand new machine? Don't know. <laughs> That's the IT department, I guess. <laughs> wow, um, that might be the best bet but is to like get I a said, new. The keyboard. mouse works and the numbers works, but not the numbers on the. Not the letters. The letters. And it key. doesn't yeah. matter which keyboard you have it plugged in; it's the same phenomenon, right? Correct. Weird. Yeah, that. Send I'm thinking. I'm thinking. There's something wrong with the driver, but any fix that you have is going to require you to use the keyboard yeah, to so get to it. If this is a company machine, don't do the crash method we yeah. talked about. Just call them on Monday and get the machine back. Yeah. Down. All right. Okay. That's the best yep. thing I think. I'm sorry. I wish we could help you better. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Bye bye. We're going to step out for a quick break. Get to your calls. Danny on the line, of course, our, our resident groupie. Hang on one sec. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here till 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be on next. And I fixed the audio issue, I think, with our Facebook live broadcast. I did nothing to it from last show, but an update occurred, and I, I don't know. I just hate computers. I, I really got to get into <laughs> a different business. Sure you're in the right business, oh, dude? Oh, my gosh. You just never know when an update happens, and it's all, your soup is completely different. Yep. Thought you had you thought you had cream of mushroom and you ended I, up with tomato. I just told you Microsoft has no quality control anymore. It's nutty. All right, let's get to your calls. I want to go to Doug first in Hamden, and he wants to talk about Bitcoin. Hey, Doug, what do you think about Bitcoin? It's actually had them, but yeah. So oh, here's sorry. my thing. Yeah. 
That's okay. Four or five years ago, I sent an email blast to my poker group. Yeah. And, you know, there's some guys that are some pretty bright guys, and I asked them about Bitcoin. None of them knew anything about it. Mm -hmm. So I just went ahead and I threw some money at it. Yes, yeah, so um, now you're a multi-bazillionaire? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> no I, did. I did actually make some money. About six months ago, I tried to spend some of it. Yeah. And it was a frigging nightmare. Uh -huh. right? Good, good. Be because the money was changing so fast that the purchase that I tried to make, they couldn't find it. And it was like literally an hour phone call to get these people to understand that I actually did pay them. I love it. Bitcoin. Oh. I love it. I love so it. Okay. I, I, I cashed out and I took all my money yeah. and I'm done with Bitcoin. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of fees too on those exchanges, right? Big yeah. chunks. Two and a half percent. Mm, it should Whoa. be more. So you're saying you with went and tried, base. yeah, you tried to buy something from a ding -a -ling who says they accept Bitcoin and they didn't understand the transaction occurred. Uh-huh. Well, no, they did understand it. I, it, I mean, they said they accepted Bitcoin, and yeah. they and they were very sympathetic, and they were on the West Coast, and there was a time frame problem, and because it changes the the, the monetary the number changes so friggin' quickly, mm -hmm. they, it took them forever to figure out where my transaction came in. Oh, right. Whereas a credit card, it's like, okay, here's a hundred bucks, is a yeah. hundred bucks, is a hundred bucks. Yeah. Done. Next time, I'm just going to send him a check, and it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's that's go back be a to problem for somebody that's trying to cash out with Bitcoin. Somebody's trying to buy something. Yep. <laughs> I can't. I that. just. I, I can't wait to hear some of those NFL players, all those guys that are accepting their paychecks in Bitcoin, and when it just tanks on them, and you're like, yeah, "Wow, right? you got paid thirty million in fake money, and now it's worth nothing." Oh, I'm. I'm sorry. Or yeah, it was worth. Seventy-two million, and now it's worth thirty-two million, and then it's worth thirty-seven million, and just—it's ridiculous. If no, it's as hard as there. it is to do what you just did, why would they even want to bother with it? You know, these guys don't have right. time for that. You know, I—I nope. I mean, I understand what you're saying about the uh, about the environment and all that stuff, but yeah. you know, from from just somebody that's just like living. Right. And and trying to buy something, it's a freaking nightmare. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you for letting everyone know. Yeah, we it's good that. to know, actually. All right. So thank, long, guys. Thanks, thank Doug. You. Yeah, I think that's part of the issue with Bitcoin is that's what they want you to do is they want you to invest into it, right? And then you're going to build up all this fake money. And here's what it's worth, guys. Here's what it's worth, guys. It's all pump and dump. Right. And uh, when you actually try to practically spend your fake money, good luck. And there's no regulating body dealing with it. Yeah. Let's go on to our resident groupie, Danny, here. What's going on, Danny? Hey, not much time left, but uh, the problem with Bitcoin, another facet that's real bad, is all the Wall Street parasites. Mm. Look up a guy named Michael Novogratz. All right. He's a former hedge fund guy. He's got a thing now called Galaxy Investment Partners. Okay. And he's like a, a Bitcoin Wall Street high priest. And this guy's made billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Of course, he's selling his book when he's selling, you know, touting uh, Bitcoin because that's what he's in. Well, is he is he making his money on the book or is he making his money on the Bitcoin? Well, he's making his money both ways. Okay, yeah. But a, a lot of Wall Street banks and a lot of investment firms have actually gotten developed Bitcoin, you know, branches or Bitcoin departments because there's there's money there while the hustle lasts. Right. So they're into it too. 
Well, we lived long enough to experience Enron, didn't we? Yeah, I know. Ooh. I mean, that's what's going to happen. But look at look at this guy's Twitter feed and look at him over, you know, after we get off the phone. All right. And he's a, he's a real bad guy. He's not a good guy. All right. Well, I appreciate you giving us the heads up, Danny. Yeah, thank all right. you. You know, he's on CNBC all the time. He's, he's an incredible guy. All right. But uh, all right. Have a nice weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. I want to thank Rupert Goodwins for joining us and talking about cryptocurrency. I want to thank Justin for all his production. Thank Mike G for posting everything live over at computertalkwithtab.com. And if you followed us on Facebook, I fixed the audio problem just in time for the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it is what it is. That's technology. It's a live program. What are you going to do? But we do appreciate you joining us on this Saturday morning. Stick around. Dr. Lessie's up next. And we want you to become geeks, too. See you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.